The chase is on. So the points keep flowing. Oh, what a play. I need to see from a different angle. Can you believe that? It's the Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast with Nick Callum and Riley. Hello, welcome to another episode of Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast, another pre-season preview, and this uh, this episode we're going to be talking about the Week 1 Pre-Season Challenge Trials. Joining you as always, Nick, Callum and Riley. Boys, welcome to another episode. G'day, blokes. How are we going? Callum, going swimmingly. Two big teams we got to talk about today, boys, so I reckon we just get stuck into it. First team, premiers of last year, Panthers, the Penny Panthers. Cal, what's their uh, schedule looking like? Um, Two, well, the first game's easy, as Nick would know, Broncos. It's just great. Um, but round three, they've got the bye. Round 13's the next bye, and then round 19. So two during that little origin period there. But the, uh, the main concern is that round three bye. So you probably can't um, get a lot of Panthers players to begin with, but we can go through and... Let you know the the best options for your team right now. Big team. So let's get through it. First player we're going to discuss is Mitch Kenny. Now he looks to set. Uh, he looks set to be the Panthers' starting hooker this season with the departure of Api Corusau. Kenny starts at four twenty six k break even of twenty nine. Nick, do we think he has some upside to justify bringing him in for our round one team? Well, um. I did have him in a draft team, uh, one of my many draft teams in my Excel spreadsheets. So I think I had mentioned to Callum, but no, I, I don't think he's uh, a good enough option to put in your team. Um, so break even 29, he'd have to probably hit around, you know, the the 40 mark or, you know, thereabouts to to be considered a buy. And I just don't think he's going to get that, that points, uh, that many minutes and, and that many points. So, but you know, not the, not the worst option. We have seen him play some big minute games before and score well. So it's just, we'll have to see how many minutes he's going to be playing and Sonny Luke are going to be playing. All right, Sonny Luke, let's move on to him, Cal. Uh, he appears to be the backup hooker and also will most likely have a bench spot for the Panthers come round one. Price 250k, break even of 17. Is it worth having Luke in our emergencies or as a potential cash cow? Um, I probably won't go near him personally. Um, I'd expect him to play roughly 20 minutes, maybe 15 um, coming off the bench. But he did it last year. He played four games off the bench, average of 12.5 from 26 minutes. So... Not the greatest. Um, look, I'd consider him if he started and had a bigger role, which look, it'd be great if he does, but let's yeah. be honest, he probably won't. We'll just wait and see how he goes in the trials. He's not there this week, but he'll be there next week. And the player on everyone's mind, Nathan Cleary, he's been the king of NRL fantasy for the past few years until, of course, Nico Hines dethroned him last season. We have already had the debate about Nick, uh, Nico Hines or Nathan Cleary previously, but... What are our thoughts at this point, boys, of the season with Cleary having the cheapest starting price of 957k, break even of 66? I still think you can't go wrong with either, clearly. Like, that's just a given. But mm. Cleary, in my opinion, is better. I just think you have to go with him because he's cheaper and they'll probably average similar. Nick, do you agree with Cal? Um, well, this might surprise you, Callum, but I have changed my mind slightly because I've had Nico Hines in my team, uh, pretty much every team I've, I've made and I have noticed <laughs> just to, you know, get the, get the spoilers out there. You know, if everyone wants to copy my team, I just, I pretty much announce it on this podcast. So, you know, <laughs> but, um, the only reason I had Nico Hines was because I, um, didn't have any Sharks players. So I thought, you know, maybe just have Nico Hines. And I already have um, Luke Garner in my head. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want two Panthers players. But then I thought about it and I just feel like Nathan Cleary is probably a better fantasy player for head-to-head, which, which is what we're playing. And he's cheaper. So it allows me a little bit more cash for my bottom end players, which I sort of need, I think, in my team. And yeah, so he, I think, I think I'm going to lean towards Nathan Cleary now in head-to-head. 
Um, the only reason I was going Nico Hines, and it could be a decent option maybe for overall, is um, it, Nico Hines doesn't play Origin. So, you know, you're saving a trade there. But, you know, in the end, it's much of a muchness, really. I think that extra cash you might save would be better. That's that's a big thing, isn't it? State of Origin, Nico staying in, Nathan Cleary going out for three games. Uh, do we bite the bullet and just go with Nico Hines instead of Nathan Cleary for that particular reason? Well, that was my thinking, but I think Callum might have some more reasons as to why um, you could still start with Cleary. It, it only costs you one trade to trade him out and then back in if you want to. Um, and he's well, missing, he's missing he's missing round thirteen, and which is a a buy anyway, like a major buy round, which head to head we don't play in. Mm. So I mean, you, you mightn't even have to trade him out anyway for head to head leagues. But what do you think? No, I won't be trading him out. My plan is to have Nico Hines by that stage anyway, and I've got that plan in place. So. I'll have as long as long as people generate the money that I want them to. Which uh, look, turn it up. I should. Um, I'll have both of them by that stage. So, Do you have a plan B, mate. That, that's what I want. Plan B plan is B, to man. give up and delete app. Simple yeah. as that. <laughs> as All most right. people will be doing. Plan B, give up, delete app. That's our merch right there, boys. That's what we need to have on a t-shirt. Uh, let's move on from Nathan Cleary to Brian To'o. Now, he had a quieter season last year compared to uh, 2021. With the changes to the scoring system last season, he struggled with injuries. Uh, he's priced uh, now at 557k, break-even of 38. Nick, is he someone to consider for a winger fullback spot for our team? Yeah, I think you should consider him. I'm just bringing up his 2021 stats. Average of, what do you reckon it was, Riley? Average in 2021 in his in his good year. It was around 60. It was, Nelly. It was 58.6. Yeah. Very good from you. So if you look at that and then look at his break even now, it's 38. That's, uh, that's quite interesting. But <laughs> he did... He's lost some points there in in tackle breaks because of the reduced scoring. He had 6.2 tackle breaks. So that's six points off just for that. But six points. So where the other points gone missing is quite uh, interesting, really. Um, He's he's also not on that left side. He was on the left. um, He was left winger, wasn't he, at one point? That's right. In 2021, he was left winger. Yeah. And and now he switched sides. Yeah. Which is quite interesting. So you're interested in him? I, I I've been looking at him, yeah. Hmm. So, <laughs> so it's tempting, eh? It's pretty tempting. Well, so if fifty-eight, right? He, he can score fifty-eight, but if he minus that six off, that's fifty-two. You could expect him to get because of the change in scoring methods. So fifty-two points, but his mm-hmm. break-even is only thirty-eight. And is that just because he's been moved from left to right? Like I feel like he was injured a bit last year, mm-hmm. um, bit of a quieter year. Maybe he's ready to get back towards that fifty mark. Um, my only issue is that, yeah, they have that round three buy. If I have Nathan Cleary and Garner, I can't have Toto as well. Yeah. So maybe have a look at him in the first two weeks, see how he goes, bring him in a bit later while he's still cheaper. Tell me what you think Brian Toto. Yeah, I was just going to say, I don't mind your, your thoughts there, Nick, but I just think Xavier Savage, um, who I didn't really like, but now I'd, do change my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Savage, Suwali'i, and maybe Lockie Miller. I probably think that they're better options to start with than Toto. They're all cheaper too. So um, I personally, I don't think I'm going to go near Toto. He's just too inconsistent. I I don't want a winger in my winger fullback position. I just want all fullbacks. I don't really want a winger. I'll have a winger in my centers if they've got the drill, but I just want fullbacks in that position. You know, I, I can't thing, deal with the wingers. Sad thing is, I have Xavier Savage in my mm-hmm. team now, and I don't want him. That's nice. Him. I don't want him no. in it. I don't what want to, him in it. Get rid of him. <laughs> I can't. I can't get a Toto. I want to get to Toto, and I can't. Like, there's no possible way. I've tried. Well, hopefully, there's some injuries for you, and we Maybe. can get some other people in that are cheaper. Because well, Brian no, Toto is, is probably going to happen. Savage. Touch wood. Oh, <laughs> Fingers crossed. Luke Gardner. Now, with the departure of Kikau, uh, Luke Gardner might be set to uh, get the second row position, lads, on the on on the uh, Panthers' left side. His price at four hundred eighty-seven k, break even of thirty-three. Callum, Luke Gardner, 
Is he without a doubt a good option to have for round one if he starts? Yeah, if he gets a spot, which, look, I, I think he has to. Um, my opinion, he'll be a must-have. Um, he hasn't really been one uh, that we've looked at really in the past. He hasn't had much fantasy relevance. Um, but that doesn't mean he hasn't scored well. Like, he's had a couple of games where he's managed to score uh, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Mm. But he's just been um, – hasn't been consistent enough. But he hasn't also been able to uh, secure a consistent starting spot at the West Tigers to consider him as a buyer for our teams in the past. So, um, obviously, he joins the Panthers this season. So, it's a stronger team. Um, on that left edge, which you'd assume he'd be playing, mm. uh, they they score points of fun down that side. Um, you look at kick out last season, he averaged 45 points. Um, so, you know, Garner's at break even of 33. If he can get somewhere near that, I'm not going to say he's going to be the same as kick out and have the same impact, but he's um, a, a pretty decent player, in my opinion. I think he can probably average in the 40s. And if he can, there's just clear upside. And I believe he's over 20% owned now on the app. So yeah. you pretty much have to follow along with the crowd and pick him up. But yeah. I think he's going to be a good option. All right. Very good. Uh, that, that's the Panthers, boys. Do we reckon they're going to go for another win this year or what? I hope not. Yeah, I, I hope they don't win again. <laughs> no. But, but they're a good, good team. They're a good team. So, yeah. All right. I'll so be thereabouts. Some will behave himself this year. Let's talk about the Roosters, our last team to have a preview of, of the NRL 2023 season. Cal, their draw, it's um, it's actually looking pretty easy. I tell you what, Dolphins and Warriors, there's a few people that in the Roosters team that could score 100 in those uh, couple of rounds, mm. which is a bit scary. Um, the problem is they've got the buy round four, so that's early on, um, which obviously it's the same impact as what you'd have with the Panthers, where you could probably only have two players maximum uh, from these teams. Um but they, they then have the bye round 13, round 19, same as uh, Panthers during that origin period. So not the worst. Um, their run home as well isn't that bad either. So might be time to jump on some Roosters players towards the end of the season. Hopefully they can go large. Tell you who's going to go large. The Cheese, new inclusion to the Roosters, lads. Brandon Smith, he's... um. He's joining them this year. He's starting hooker for round one, starting price at 585K, break even of 40, and ownership above, get this, 45%. Nicholas, the cheese. Is he a must-have for our teams this season? Yep. But you'd, <laughs> you'll be mad not to have him and because 50% of teams are going to have him by the start of the season, I reckon, and... If you're not one of those 50% and he scores large in those first two games, you're in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) And especially with that new change of rule when the defenders are meant to get two feet on the line now instead of one, Cheese is just going to be scoring tries for fun. He's going to love it. He's he's scoring every week. (laughs) He's scoring every week. Imagine. I'm putting money on. First three weeks, he's scoring every week. Oh, wow. Three tries in three games, minimum. You got a second job, Nick. Mate, I'm gonna. How much is that paying? Mate, <laughs> Mate you're gonna have to have a look at that. <laughs> Brandon Smith. Um, Brandon Smith. Yeah, you need him in your team. He's mid and hooker as well, so you need you know dual position. That's that's great. That's what you right. need. Um, yeah, it's just ticking every box there. I'd be mad not to not to pick him up. I think, even though there is an argument not to have him, like a break even of forty is is not low. It's not low, but you're also having a look at the ownership of, like you boys said before, just around 50%. You'd be mad to look like, you know, not have him and then everyone else get big points because of him. Yeah, we haven't really talked much about theory, but Cal can probably explain more of that theory. Like if you if you don't pick someone up, you actually risk losing out. There's a 25% chance that you're going to be on the wrong end of that. Mm. Whereas if you pick him up and he doesn't do very well, well, then you're in the same boat as 50% of people. So it's fine. I'm also thinking with the players that he's now alongside in the uh, Roosters, he's going to be an absolute gun. Oh, yeah, I think so. I just think the players with Brandon Smith are just going to be unbelievable. I think the Roosters have a really good shot at winning the premiership this year, lads. Well, we say that every year, don't we? But Yeah, uh, we do. We yeah. do. But I just think this year... I, I, a lot of people are tipping them to win. I don't think they're going to win. 
my opinion. He is under his belt with experience and his kicking game. I think uh, I think this could be the Roosters' year. Cal, James Tedesco, mate, he starts the year off at 777, break even of 54, the most expensive winger fullback to start this season. Are we still high on him? Like, is he, you know, best top tier player to start our winger fullback this year? Um, I've had Teddy in and out of my team throughout the preseason, but the more I look at it, the more I'm changing my mind, um, moving him out of that spot. Um, I've started with him pretty much in my team for, geez, I reckon like the past three seasons. And it hasn't done me wrong. Um, but yeah, look, this year I'm, I'm just thinking of going elsewhere. Uh, there's a few cheaper starting fullbacks out there, which look, to be honest, I think they'll provide more value for round one. Um, mm-hmm. Those players are the likes, like I said before, Savage, Miller. Um, you could look at maybe Reese Walsh, even though I don't want to. Um, Chance mm. Cookstar and Joseph Suali, who we'll talk about shortly. Uh, they're ones yep. to consider as a spot instead of him. Um, but look, in saying that, Teddy could literally come out against the Dolphins and Warriors and score. He could be one of those blokes that score back-to-back hundreds, really, which would be great for if anyone owns him. But I just think looking at it, the buy in round four, I don't particularly want to have Nathan Cleary sitting on my bench in my emergencies round three. That's a lot of money. And then the next week have to have James Tedesco sitting there. It's it's a big loss straight away. Um, and I just think yeah. there's other people that you can just have, like I said before, that are cheaper, offer more value to begin with this year. But I will be looking to purchase Teddy um, after, after the origin period, probably. Okay. Very good. Uh, Joey Manu, Nick, best center last season, most expensive center to start off this season. Starts at 730k, break even of 50. Still has his jewel of center and winger fullback, which is quite juicy. Are we looking to owning him straight away, or is this better off to wait for him and uh, look to pick him up as the season goes on? Yeah, you, you should wait on Joseph Manu. He's ideally you'd want to buy him just before the origin period starts or, or when it's starting, because in those six to eight weeks, he usually plays fullback. He played five eight last year when Kiri was out. Mm. Um, and that's where he racks up his points. And following on from Tedesco uh, and Joseph Manu, the two most volatile positions in fantasy are center and wing fullback in terms of scoring variation. Mm-hmm. And so at the start of the season, when you've got not much money to play with, you, you only can afford probably like four or five guns. You, you don't want to be probably be spending them on two, you know, like a winger fullback and a center, maybe just one, because, you know, if they start off with two bad scores under their break, even you're already lost money straight away. You've lost 50 K to hundred K. Whereas you want to start the season and build money up. You want to be building. So that's yeah. why you look for your forwards, your halves, your your hookers who who are more consistent. So Joseph Manu, yeah, I'll be looking to try and pick him up in the origin period. Hopefully he's dropped about 100K, 150K. And uh, yeah, that's when I'll be looking to get him. Also, just it's worth noting, um, he's got a facial fracture at the moment. Um, they reckon he'd be ripe for round one, but just keep your eyes out in the casualty ward and um, probably just avoid him. Until that origin period, like Nick said, because that's that's when he's going to be primed to buy. Callum, let's keep with you, mate. I know you want to talk about this bloke, Angus Crichton. He's been top tier edge middle forward player in fantasy over the past few years. This season, he has lost his jewel and is only an edge forward, and he's been priced as the second most expensive edge forward at seven hundred ninety-eight k break even of fifty-five. Callum. Is he one of the best gun edges to start with this season if you want to start with a gun or is the best advice to pick him up during the season? Yeah, he's in a similar situation, I think, to uh, Joey Manu. Um, look, he's he's going to be up there again. He'll be a top-tier edge player. It's not ideal that he's lost that duel, but he shouldn't have had it last year. He, I don't know why he had it last year. Um but yeah, I, I think you're gonna have to wait until after the origin period to buy him. Um because you know, he will be he'll be playing origin for sure. He'll be in the round the squad. Um, but he he'll be a gun. You just have to wait for him. Hopefully he loses money and then you can buy him. I'm very intrigued. I thought you would be considering starting with him knowing you No, well, I started with him last year and yeah. 
he did terrible. Remember, he, yeah, he got that was dropped because, and was back to the bench. That was because Sam Walker and Luke Keary were playing the wrong positions. Yeah, that is true. And then they switched him back and Keary was on Crichton's side and he was just scoring tries for fun. Yeah, well, at the moment, I've got two Roosters in my team and I can't have him. Okay. Yeah, true, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I, I can't. Like the, the two I have, I'm quite happy with. Obviously, one's Brandon Smith. And I want to be the next one who we'll talk about. But yeah, um, I, I think if you can go him, I don't mind him as an option, but I think it's best to just stack your middles first, have the mid-range edges, and then pick him up as the season goes on once he loses money. Hopefully he loses money. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of cheapy edges going around. Yeah. Yeah. But it's off a little bit more value. There's no, there's not many cheapy mids, yeah. No, unfortunately. So who's the other bloke in your team, Cal, from the Roosters? Joseph Suwali'i at the moment. He has been in and out yeah, every nah. day. He's the next player. Yeah, he is. Jewel of centre and winger fullback. Is he a good option at 498k break even if uh, 34, Cal? Well, he it doesn't have that duel yet, um, but he's training at left center and he's actually been named um, at center for this preseason challenge trial this week. So I think if he gets that duel, mm. he's probably, ideally I'd want him to be probably 50K cheaper, um, but, you know, that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, I think he can get over that break even, and he's in a good attacking side, and he's gotten stronger. He'll be better than last year. It'll be his second year in the NRL, uh, full preseason training at that position, and they want him to get his uh, hands on the ball a bit more often. Yeah. So being at centre, that'll happen. Um, and also, he'll be doing a lot more defence as well in that position. So I think he'll be pretty much a, a, a good player to start with. It's just awkwardly priced. So if you can't fit him in, it's just it is what it is. You have to go for probably one that's about three hundred seventy-two um, center. But I I think his position to have if you're going to have him in your team, put him in at center. Just wait for him to get that duel. I prefer yep. him in your centers than your winger fullbacks. All right, sweet. And that last player we're going to be talking about, Sam Walker. Now he switched between halfback and five eight uh, last season. Looks to. Uh, Start at halfback come round one this season. He's priced at 638k, break even of 44, which is quite good. Uh, Sam Walker, could he be an alternative option to the likes of Burton and Hastings to start off the season, Nick? Well, I mean, he could be an alternative. He's a bit cheaper than them, so you would have a look. Well, I mean, not much cheaper than Hastings, but cheaper than Burton by a fair way. Just, I think it comes back to again how many roosters do you want in your team or can you actually afford to have in your team? Um, for me, obviously, Sam Walker's still a young player. Um, he's not getting those points when it comes to tackling, though, is he? Because he's he's not really in the defensive line. He's kind of pushed out in the wing when they're defending. Yeah, and that's probably... It's a good and a bad thing. Like, I assume every year he's, he's going to improve his tackling, which he will. Um, but he's an attacking player, so... He's just a bit volatile, you know. He he could score a, a mid thirties, and then next week he could, he could score a sixty. You just you don't, you never know. Um, and that's why I probably stay away from him. I'm I'm a person who likes to go with more consistent players. Plus, I've already got Brandon Smith and Joseph Suali at the moment, so I don't think I'm going to go with Sam Walker just because I don't want three people from the Roosters who have, all have a buy in round four. All right. Uh, final thoughts, lads. The Roosters, how do you reckon they're going to fare up this year? Callum, you want to go? Um, they'll be top four, I think. Top four, yeah. Um, you don't think they're going to get the win? They're like the, they're, they're not going to be up there with the Panthers as like contenders for the, for the cup? I did say early on that I think they'll probably, you know, go close to making the grand final. They probably will. Yeah. Um. I'm just hoping the Cowboys. I'm, you know, got got my cowboy hat on here. <laughs> Fingers crossed that they just get through. But yeah. look, Bruce is their quality. We know that. You They'll agree? be thereabouts. I, I feel like they're not going to make the grand final. I, a lot of people are putting them in there. I, I just don't see it. They, they haven't proved, I guess, a little bit from last season. Mm. Um, 
but real like not like with Brandon Smith, I think is a good addition. But apart from that, their team's pretty much the same. Yep. A lot of guys are getting older for them. They've only got a few young young blokes still in there. So yeah, I just it didn't turn out for them well last year. They got knocked out first week of the finals, you know. So and they've haven't really improved that much. So I see them making maybe the you know the semis, you know, the top four teams, but that's it. That's as far as I can I think they'll go. All right. Well, that concludes all of the uh, NRL teams for preseason. Make sure you go through, listen through preseasons episode one, and of course this one right now. Grab out your notebooks, listen out for those players who you should be keeping an eye on, and obviously start adding and making your draft teams. Remember as well, you can follow us on social media. Facebook is Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast. On Instagram, give us a like and a follow as well. Three Blokes NRL Fantasy. Don't be afraid. Send Nick and Callum a DM on those pages and uh, we'll try and help you out as much as you can before round one and making sure you have a good team for your head-to-head competition in your league. But boys, uh, of course, the potty, it should be out Wednesday. Hello if you're listening Wednesday. But our our week one preseason challenge trial starts and the All-Stars game is coming up. Let's talk about the Warriors versus West Tigers happening Thursday and the 9th of Feb. Cal, uh, let's start off with you, mate. Players to watch out for. Yeah, so we've just got a um, little list here. Um, these players, we're just interested in the minutes and roles that they'll be having um, throughout this or throughout these trial games. Yeah. Um, we're just keen to see how they perform, how they score whilst they're playing. But look, it's going to be a small sample size that we'll get to see. Um, yeah. The teams that are listed, I think there's a few that are, well, I think all of them actually have listed roughly about 25 players. Um that they're using for these games. So it'll be a small sample size. Next week, we'll probably get a little bit more of an understanding um, with the the last week of preseason trials. But yeah, for, for this game, mate, the Warriors and West Tigers on Thursday, um, the players that I've just listed here, are Luke Metcalf, he's starting 5'8", um, yeah. new addition to the team. Um, Tamari Martin, he's also a new addition to the team, starting halfback. So we'll wait and see how those two go, um, their combination that they can have. Uh, see who's doing um, the the kicking, I suppose you could have a look at. See what Tamari Martin, because I'd expect him that he would get the starting go straight up with Sean Johnson, but see what his kicking game's like. Um, Tommy Talao, starting centre for the Tigers. Stefano Uto Ikamanu, starting front row for the Tigers. And Justin Matamua, starting lock for the Tigers. So keep an eye on their minutes there. Tommy Talao, he's coming back from injury. He's in a lot of people's teams. He's got that centre winger fullback duel. Keep an eye out to see how he goes, see if he scores well. Um, but yeah, all these people you should be keeping a close eye on and hopefully they can, I don't know, do something this week and give us a little bit of a more clarity to our teams, I suppose you could say. Yeah, perfect. Great. Uh, next day, the Friday 10th of February, we've got two games. Nick, run us through the Knights and Sharks. Who are some players we should watch out for? Oh, Knights and Sharks. Yes. Well, um, pardon me. So Jackson Hastings is playing, which is quite interesting. So he's someone we'll need to keep an eye on um, as he is quite a popular option in fantasy at the moment. So we'll just see how he goes there. Um, And Christian Mapapalangi as well, starting centre. Hopefully I pronounced that one right, Callum. How'd I go? Yeah, you did. Yeah, mate, my, my, my Papa Lungy. Very good. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Uh, I don't think he's going to get a spot in their, in their top 13, though, but uh, he's an interesting young player. Um, obviously, the Saifidi boys as well in the front row there. Um, yes, see how they go. See what their minutes are like. Daniel Saifidi, click, keep close eye on him because um, he's an interesting option. Apparently, he's been training the house down. Oh, he has been, has he? Apparently, they all do. Even TPJ. Yeah, I know. <laughs> TPJ's found his way back into my team, by the way. We'll get into that later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Jaden Braley, uh, who, you know, did everyone a, a service two years ago in fantasy. See what he does at uh, at Hooker. Phoenix Crossland on the bench, who's, you know, in my opinion, shouldn't be in the team. And I've said this on numerous occasions. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast before, but I say it every every night's game I watch. 
Uh, so for the Sharks, Teague Wilton, definitely starting edge. It'll be interesting to see him. Uh, he is a fantasy gun. I reckon he's underpriced as well. So uh, we'll see what happens there and see what Wade Graham does at 5'8", see how long he plays for, see if he moves to the edge as well. Uh, and that's about it for that game. Yeah, beautiful. That one's happening at 5-5, five to five, uh, Knights v Sharks. And then right after that, we've got the Rabbitohs taking on the Sea Eagles at 7 o'clock. Cal, uh, who should we be watching out in this game? Um, so I was hoping Isaac Thompson would be there, but I'm assuming he'll be there next week for the um, big game, the Community Shield between Rabbitohs and the Dragons. Yep. Uh, this week, you've got Richie Kenner starting on that wing spot. So he's another bloke that's been in contention mm-hmm. um, with Tane Milne out, suspended. Uh, Richie Kenner, look, apparently, yeah, he, he's been training okay. He's one of those blokes who's been doing all right, but I don't think he'll be there. But he's just one to watch. Um, another bloke, David Moale, he's starting front row. Now, I've heard rumors that he will be potentially starting front row as well come round one for the Rabbitohs. So just watch his minutes, watch his workload, see how he goes. He's been a player in the past that hasn't played big minutes. He's only played the 20 to 25 minutes starting the game. Like that, well, that's when he does start. And then also coming off the bench, he only plays that 20 minutes. So see how he goes this year, second year in the NRL. Um, Ben Trevojevic, um, he's starting on the edge. He's got that center and edge duel. So I don't expect to see him starting on the edge come round one. He won't be starting on the edge round one for them. Um, but he could be a um a player that might just slip into that center position, and if yep. he does, he'll have some value there. Um, another one is Ethan Bullimore, starting lock. Uh, if he can find a way into the team, if he has a good uh, preseason uh, trial games here, he might you know get into that team. If he does, he'll be one to look at. But that's pretty much it from this game. Not many other players that I'm overly interested in. All right, let's move on to the next night, Saturday, 11th of Feb. We've got the All-Stars game, Maori versus Indigenous. Nick, besides Nick O'Hines, who are we looking out for? Who should we be keeping an eye on? Well, I'm trying to find the actual list of the team here. I don't know where you've sourced this from, Callum. Or have you just made it up? Mate, I've got it from the squads that they've that they announced last week. And they've obviously <laughs> updated it as the week's man. been he going on. But... He's got all the sources. So you just assume their positions? No, I'm just, just they're, they're just they're just players. They're just players. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. You haven't put their position there, right? No, 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 no. They, they haven't announced. I was like, where is he? Where is this No, sorry. All right. Um, we got Latrell Mitchell to watch out for with his sore shoulder. Probably won't yeah, play. Watch, watch out for him at the Canberra night. <laughs> Tell you what, <laughs> I've heard his shoulder's a bit sore there. Um, anyway, I wouldn't be starting with Latrell Mitchell in my fantasy team anyway. But you know, see how he goes. Um, Tyrell Sloan, I'm keen to, keen to have a look at because mm. um, I've currently got him in my emergencies as a 250K wing fullback. Ooh. Jermaine Hopgood as well, uh, who's going to be probably starting at lock for Parramatta. See how he goes, see how many minutes he plays, see what he looks like. Um, Hayes Perham as well. The uh, rumours are he's playing fullback for the Bulldogs. So yeah, we just want to see how he goes as well. And obviously, uh, Joseph Tarpany. Yeah, I've got him in my team. I just want to see how he rips in. Hopefully, he uh, doesn't get injured and uh, carves up. Well, he, he had a big game in this last year, Joe Tarpany. So if he does the same, we all know what he did last season. If he does the same this year, he's... Are you locking him in? Get him. Oh, mate, him I am. <laughs> he's having a big year. Stop copying my team. Mate, I wouldn't. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> All right, let's move on from the All-Stars game. We've got the Panthers versus the Eels next after that. Uh, Callum. Uh, yes, sorry. Um, Zach Hosking's starting on the edge. So that Luke Gardner's not there for this week. Um, Hosking, we saw what he did last year at the Broncos. He was a gun. Yeah. So just wait and see how he goes. I don't expect he'll be in the Panthers starting team. He might maybe find us. Um, on their bench and potentially come round one. And if he does, it'll be great because he'll lose some price. And if any injuries happen, he'll be one to get in. But see how he goes. Um, Taruva's starting at centre, but he'll probably be starting wing with um, Taylor May out for the Panthers for round one or a couple of games. Um, Matt Dury, he's been one that we've been keeping a close eye on uh, from Parramatta Eels. Uh, he's been named on the bench to start with. So 
We'll have to wait and see how he goes if he comes on. I think they've got a bloke. I think it was Momasir or someone from yeah, memory. Clara Momasir, um, yeah. Yeah, starting in front of him. Which is quite um, interesting. It is. It is. Um, throwing the jury spanner in the works there. I yeah. Think. I, he'll still get minutes this week. Um, but he'll be one to look at next week to see what their team is because next week's going to be a little bit more closer to what they'll be uh, naming for round one. Uh, Ryan Madison, even though he's not available for the first three rounds of NRL, he's available for these trial games. So he's starting at lock. Sean Lane's starting on the edge. So these two are both guns. You know, you you pretty much know what you're going to uh, get from them. And the other ones are Josh Hodgson and Mitch Rain. Now, Mitch Rain, he'll be probably taking minutes off Josh Hodgson. I'm assuming they'll probably do that as well come round one. But Josh Hodgson's back from injury see how he goes. They're not fantasy relevant. Uh, Mitch Rain will be if Hodgson gets injured, but <laughs> they're just ones just to keep an eye on. Beautiful. All right. Uh, Dragons versus St. Helens. Nicholas, two people oh, to yes. Well, to be honest, I won't be watching this game. No. <laughs> and to be honest, I wasn't going to put anyone in for these, well, for the Dragons. I'm not. We're not talking about St. Helens, but I wasn't going to put anyone in, but I felt sorry because you can't have a team with no one to talk about. <laughs> Yes, you can. It's the Dragons. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I don't even know. Cullen's just put some, you know, fill-ins in here. Jacob Little. Yeah, like, yeah nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moses Mbai, worst fantasy player ever. He never Moses... gets above, he never gets above 350k. Moses Mbai yeah. of the season. Single-handedly lost Queensland Origin one year. What a joker. <laughs> We might leave it there for Moses. <laughs> on the Sunday, next day. Storm versus Roosters at 12.50. Cal, a lot of players to look out for in this game. Yeah. Um, I'll say the Storm players, Nick. You can say the Roosters because there's a lot to get through. Uh, Storm. Joe Chan is starting on the edge, which is pretty interesting. Um, Eli Katoa was named on the bench. Um, other than that, William Warbrick starting on the wing. So there's a wing spot available there. Uh, I'd probably either go to him at this stage or George Jennings, most likely. Um, and then Remus Smith, he's back from injury. So is Christian Welsh, but Remus Smith starting at center. It'll be, he'll be one to watch for sure. But yeah, the, the Storm team's pretty strong, to be honest. So is, uh, is Joe Chan, is he related to Jackie? That's <laughs> no. <laughs> I believe he's old man used to play for the Storm at one point. Don't quote me, but good his name was not Jackie. Jackie Ooh. Chan. Okay. <laughs> Nick, who are we watching out for on the Roosters, mate? I'm definitely watching Joseph Suoliti at centre there. I want to yeah. see how, how he gets involved, how many fantasy points he can score at that position. Because that's likely where he'll be playing. Um, Brandon Smith, obviously, yes, I'll be watching him, but I've got him in my team pretty much locked in. So Turpin and Hutchinson are interesting. Um, mm. I assume one of them is going to be named on the bench in round one and the other one not. So see who goes well. And then obviously Luke Keery and Sam Walker, just look at their combination. Probably more interested in Sam Walker than Luke Keery, but uh, yeah, just be investigating how they work together. Beautiful. Raiders and Bulldogs, the game after that. Xavier Savage Cow, we should be looking at uh, keeping an eye on him, mate. Most definitely. Even though I said he wasn't a buy, I think he is. Um, starting at fullback. Yeah, I can't wait to see how he goes. Um, Danny Levi starting hooker. So I think Wolford's on the bench. No sign of star, um, Tom Starling. But there's been rumors that Danny Levi. Um, has been doing all right. He's impressed Ricky Stewart. So we'll see how he goes. Uh, Trey Mooney starting on the edge. Mm. That's a big edge forward. Um, <laughs> he'll probably be thereabouts for their team come round one. But yeah, keep an eye on him. See how he goes. See if he moves into that middle role. Uh, Corey Horsburgh starting lock. The big red. Spicy, yeah. One of Nick's favorites. One of uh, Hump's favorites. The big red. Um Keep an eye on him as well. I don't know if he'll be a buy, but just wait and see how many minutes he plays. 
Um, Bulldogs, it's quite interesting. Uh, Alamotti, he's starting at centre. He's a bloke who hopefully will get that um, starting spot at 230k. But then Gerald, Gerald Skelton, he's named um, at number 19. So he's not on the bench, but like obviously the squad, everyone pretty much gets a go. Um, oh. He's been pretty good and apparently he's very talented. So keep an eye on him as well. He'll, he'll be He's another one fighting for that center spot. Uh, Reed Marnie starting hooker. Just wait and see how many minutes he plays. I know Nick won't want to go near him after last season. I know a lot of coaches are in a similar situation there. Um, Raymond Fatala Mariner. <laughs> Raymond Fatala Mariner. We spoke about him a bit last year. Um, Mate, you're in he, yeah, I know. Well, he's the club, um, one of the club captains now. So oh. obviously he, he hasn't been named as an on-field one. That's Marnie and Burton, I think they named. Um, but Raymond Fatala Mariner's off-field. But look, he, he'll be... Um, in the team, but he's named to start on the edge. Mm. So if he gets that edge spot, it'd be ideal. Uh, Ryan Sutton as well, starting at lock. So none of these blokes like TPJ are in there this week, um, but they're, they're the ones to look at uh, for this game. Beautiful. Uh, we've got another one, which we'll be keeping both eyes on. Cowboys and the Dolphins at 5 p.m. Nicholas, you got high hopes for this game, mate? Yes, I want to see the Dolphins, but also the Cowboys, I guess. Um, look, like I mean, the Cowboys—they've they, named pretty much no one in this team is actually going to be playing, um, except maybe a few. So Tom Chester, as I brought up to uh, you blokes a few weeks ago, if you do recall, mm-hmm. he's uh, starting fullback, and which is quite interesting. I want to see how he goes because he's probably first in line to come into the back line if an injury occurs. Um, Tanella Sadrugu mm. starting at prop mm. what is going on he's a wing fullback on fantasy only <laughs> <laughs> imagine that if he gets a starting spot at prop instead of edge like we were suggesting is he wing actually like prop. do you think do you think though before we talk it's the round 13 team list came in do you think is there a prop spot available because I, I don't think there is because you got Cotter Tamalolo and who else are you going to put in who else you got there? Common S? <laughs> yeah. You should know your team more than me. Um, well, you got McLean, you've got Griffin oh, McLean, Lane. I forgot about him. Um James you got McLean, Tarmel. You got you got McLean, Hess, and Tarmo. Yeah. So Sudrugu is not going to be playing in that rotation, surely. No, but I'm more keen to watch to see if he moves into that edge position. Like, you know, I've heard rumors that he has been training there. Not as much recently, unfortunately. Um, but he's still thereabouts. So I'm keen more to see how he goes starting at prop because he was playing um, for Fiji's. He played lock for them. Yeah. So see how he goes at prop and then watch him. Hopefully he'll move into that edge position. That's what I'm keen to see. Jet ski at edge. Yeah. Like, I'd rather Sudrugi be starting at edge. Then I'd be more Yeah, same. Hey, Nick, before you move on to the other players in this game, Cal, where do you uh, keep hearing these rumors, mate? <laughs> um, From other podcasts. Oh, oh, he's still. <laughs> we won't give them a plug. This is the only podcast you should be listening to. Uh, Nick, continue, mate, when you're ready. I think that's it. Well, as I said, Jack Kajewski's starting at edge, which is, yeah, nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah, nah. If he's, if he's starting edge in round one, I'm no way I'm buying him. That's no chance. All right, Dolphins. Katoa's at halfback, Isaiah Katoa. And he's one of those young gun blokes um he's not going to get a run though because sean o'sullivan will be there unless anthony milford stinks it up which is quite possible (laughs) he is known to stink (laughs) um jared wallace yeah Yeah, nah i guess i think he's been named as captain too big jared well wayne wayne likes jared wallace wayne obviously likes jared wallace um yeah but marky nichols isn't in this team is he no not that I'm aware of. Because I think Marky Nickers will get the nod again, uh, ahead of Jarrah Wallace in the starting role. So that means Jarrah Wallace, no, but see how he goes. Ray Stone as well. He's interesting starting at lock. That's where um, Tom Gilbert's meant to be starting in their proper team. So we'll see how Ray Stone goes. I'll be interested to see his point per minute output because he'll be on the bench in round uh, one and see how many, you know, if he's got a, if he's got an over one point per minute sort of work rate, I might consider chucking him on the bench as my last 
Oh, sorry, emergency is my last spot there. Is it just me or does Ray Stone sound like a character from The Office? Ray Stone from The Ray Office. Stone. I don't know. Could be a good character. Anyway. Stone Cold, Ray yeah, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. California. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, Cal, who's winning? Me or Nick? What with? Broncos. Game. Oh, yeah. Uh, it'll be a draw. Fuck off. Didn't they have that last year or something? <laughs> I think the Dolphins beat the Cowboys, Riley. Well, have you seen our team? <laughs> if they don't, oh. Mm. Wayne's World's in trouble. Broncos v Titans, Cal. Nick, you talk about the Bronx, mate. Righto. I'll do Titans. <laughs> Reese Welsh, pretty boy at fullback. Better get. What did he say then? Oh. Reese Welsh, pretty boy. There you go. <laughs> Look, he, you know, the one thing about the Broncos fullbacks, put your body on the line and stop tries. Otherwise, I'll be blowing up. Okay. Plus, he's not a buy in fantasy. So if you have him in your team, aka Dom Sultan, get him out. <laughs> that is absolutely appalling. <laughs> Hey, yeah. Tom, well done. <laughs> um, Katoni Stars and Herbie Farmworth, yeah, they're, they're guns in my opinion. Katoni oh, Stars, yeah. but Katoni Stags, oh, he was injured all last year apparently, so he better pull his finger out. All right, mate. All right. Corey Pakes is starting at hooker, and uh, Billy Wells is on the bench. I didn't see this before he came on air. That's quite interesting, but still not enough to tempt me into buying Corey Pakes. Um, Payne Haas, skipper. Now, Payne Haas is an interesting one. We we had a little bit of a discussion on him in the Broncos pod. But, um, you know, I've had him in my team for the last, like, three years starting. And it feels weird not starting with him, you know, mm-hmm. especially at his price. So, yeah, I know people have been talking about his declining minutes, but last year he was injured. So that's why he got less minutes, and it was at least in his career. The, the drama that's been surrounding Payne Haas at the beginning of this year do yeah. we and now he's starting in like a in a in a trial challenge like do we want to now consider really putting in uh you know sorry really consider putting Payne Haas in our team because there were doubts that yeah. he wasn't even going to be playing round one yeah I, well I thought those doubt those rumors were ridiculous and it has been proven I think he will be playing um yeah he's just you just gotta watch how many minutes you think he's gonna play. Um, because it has been declining in the last three years. So 2020, 2021, 2022, it's been going down, down, down. Yeah. But obviously last year got injured a lot. So if he gets back to the minutes he was playing, he is a gun. Like he's in the top three mids, in my opinion. So it'd be quite interesting. Just just have a look at it and see how he goes. See what his points per minute is like on the weekend. Um, Tyson Smoothie is someone that I would actually like to see actually play hooker. Oh, how good would it be if he starts for them <laughs> come round one? He probably won't, but he's better than Pates and bloody Billy Walters. Oh, for sure. For sure. And he's come from the storm. He's an actual hooker. Yeah, yeah. he has. He was in the storm he, system. So that means good. He was the Q Cup player of the year or something last year, I think. Or he, he definitely was for hooker, um, the host plus Q Cup. So he's he's good. Yeah. I just hope that I think they need to give him a go. Yeah. In this trial game. Definitely. And if he performs, um, do you think he'll have a starting spot? I don't think he'll have a starting spot unless Corey Pake stinks it up, which he might. And like, I don't rate Billy Walters. He's only in there because his dad is the coach. So Yeah, that's a given. <laughs> yeah. The only other issue is you've also got that Blake Moser poking around. Yeah, but surely Smoothie's in front of him now. Yeah, Smoothie would be in front of Blake Moser, but... I don't know. If it comes to uh, who are we going to put in, you know, they might they might chuck Moser in like later in the year. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what they're thinking. But there's too many hooker options here and they're not very good. Um, how about the Titans? Who wants to talk about them? I can get through them real quick. Yeah, do it. <laughs> too much time on them, folks. <laughs> I'll do a Nick. Well, yeah. Jaden Campbell starting at fullback. Well, he won't be. Come round one, but he is. Um, just watch him, see how he goes. Um, Carl Pereira starting on the wing. Um, there's reports he'll be starting the wing round one. So see how he goes as well. 
Riley's main boy. Ooh. Say his name, Riles. Tanner Boyd. Tanner Boyd. Oh, you just he want to cream, is... don't you? Oh, no. He's starting at full... Oh, fullback. Oh, starting <laughs> at halfback. <laughs> he can, he um, can put him anywhere on the field, bro. He'll get you points. Without a doubt. <laughs> but no, starting at halfback, um, he is one that I'm very keen to watch. I think a lot of coaches will be as well. I believe he's also the captain for them. So, Captain Tanner. Shut up. Who would have thought that, considering, you know, you could better make the team last year. Um, David Fafita, starting on the edge. He's a person to watch. And Aaron Clark, starting at lock. We just want to see how his minutes are, uh, see what role he has, see if he also goes into the hooker rotation at some point. Um, But they're the ones, really, that you want to be keeping an eye on on from the Titans. Of so. course, lads, uh, we're finally back into NRL season. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Even though it's just the challenges coming up, like it's a good se- uh, it's it's a good feeling to see some footy back on our TVs. I can't wait. I'm just going to be glued to the television all weekend. Very good. Don't forget, you can follow us on social media, uh, Facebook, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy Podcast, and then uh, Instagram, Three Blokes NRL Fantasy. And what we love to do every episode is finish off with Nick's final thoughts. Or from the last couple of episodes, he's been uh, giving us a pretty shitty dad joke. So, uh, Nick, what's your shitty dad joke this, this episode? Mate, you're going to like this one. Okay. You're going to like this one. It's got something to do with the Titans. But before, no, no it's not. It's not. It's not this one. <laughs> But before we get to that, uh, what are we looking forward to in the next episode, Callum? Question um, and answer with the with the listeners. Yes, yes, that will be featuring. Uh, we'll also be going through uh, who did well from our list that we just uh, said, and then also looking at the team list for next week and going on and seeing what roles people will be having as well, similar to the end of this potty. But yes, Q and A will also be featuring. Righty, I'll wrap it up then. Riley, that's all right. Thank you, mate. Riley, what do you call girls that hang around footballers? (laughs) I don't know, Nick. Wingers. (laughs) Another another question, Riley. Why do wingers score so many tries? Couldn't tell you. Because they are marked by other wingers. (laughs) <laughs> what are your best <laughs> thank you sir <laughs>